Welcome along to our first session here on Full Time. Want to send a shout out going out to our sponsors, Grace Crack Motors. Of course, they are down there on Grey Street. Joining us this morning, we have our man, um, Ra Walker. Morning, Ra. Yeah, good morning, Casey, and uh, good morning to the boys. And uh, a bit of a cold one. It's like uh, winter's come back. Uh, a little bit, so eh? Hopefully, you're nice and warm wherever you are. Indeed. Also joining us this morning from uh, up there in Pidal Countdown, we have with us uh, Reno Wilkinson. Morena, bro. Yeah, morena, morena, boys. Yeah, you're right. I'm in Countdown getting ready to uh, do some fundraising for the youth of Pidal today as we host the East Coast Ngati Parara in town. Heartland Rugby all ready to go. Pidal Domain kicking off at one o'clock. So I'm in there getting all the kai ready for uh, muscle fritters, muscle charters, nice. library and everything like that. Sounds nice there, uh, Reno. Tell you what, obviously um, uh, the, the rugby fans up there are going to be looking forward to a bit of uh, early rugby, um, and, and I guess uh, one of the one of the key things is they've got one of the former All Blacks in town with them, uh, um, Zach Guilford. So uh, that'll get a few more bums on these seats up there, eh? Yeah, it is, mate. It's exciting. Uh, it's a club day for the Teens Valley Rugby franchise. All our teams are playing here. Unfortunately, we had the uh, under-12s and 14s cancel their game because they're going to play County's Monaco Auckland teams due with the measles epidemic up right. there. Yes. And that's why that game's cancelled. And all the games are early here today as well. The youth games are like at 10 o'clock. Uh, the main game, the Heartland game, is at 1 o'clock. Yep. Uh, there's three games down at part of the main. They've got the under-18s playing against an Auckland team, a Harlequin team. Uh, that's coming on through in the Waikato Harlequin team. We've got the development team playing as well. Then we've got the Heartland boys, like you say, one o'clock. Zach's in town. Uh, the ladies are excited to see him, no doubt. And <laughs> seen enough of him with no top on on Celebrity Treasure Island. Mm. But hey, it'd be good. It's good. And uh, we've spoken about it before. It's just great to have a guy come back into the East Coast and to any Heartland team that's got the qualities of a player like he has and to give back. So yeah, it's exciting. The day is beautiful. We've had our fair share of rain. Uh, they're wet weather, but now it's looking beautiful. The fields look great. And, uh, yeah, bring on a big day. One o'clock early kickoff for the game due to the All Black game just down the road. And now uh, it'll be a big day. Indeed. Of course, um, uh, uh, how do you think Thames Valley will go against um, East Coast? I think they'll, you know, obviously, because they're, they're looking to do really well, especially at home, eh? Yeah, definitely a home crowd. Our, our home field part of the main Teens Valley. Look, they had a good win last week against Whanganui. Didn't start well against your guys' team, Poverty Bay, with a two-point loss. Wasn't the flashiest game they had played. But um, East Coast, you wouldn't take East Coast lightly. Uh, they haven't been going that good, but they know they're going to have a game. Uh, Ngati Pero always comes along and supports their team. They are one of the best uh, supporters around. So yeah, it'll be a big day. You would think the Valley should win, but they've got to play it right keep the ball in hand, no mistakes, and they might get the two points. Yes, indeed. Of course, we're at Poverty Bay. Now, today, they take on um, North Otago down there at um, at Rugby Park. Uh, how do you reckon our boys will go, eh? Yeah, well, the, the Red Devils or Willie Wickers boys uh, are going to be up for a stiff match against uh, these uh, Southerners. A lot of those South Island teams uh, are quite formidable and they have been the, the last few years. And I, I could be wrong, but I think North Otago has usually been at the top of that list. So they're really going to give it uh, to the Bay boys. So, you know, our, our team has to sort of just hold firm, uh, make use of, uh, of the ground advantage and, um, you know, just play play a simple game to the conditions because even though it looks 
looks like it might rain. We might get a few showers later on, um, so that might well affect you know the, the way both teams play. I think uh, the Bay will play better wet weather football if, if that does occur. But uh, if it stays uh, you know dry, well then I think it should be quite a, an entertaining match. Not too hot, so I think uh, both teams are going to come out and really try and give it to each other. But uh, no, I hope our uh, boys come through. And I was just going to say to Reen, if you see any uh, blue supporters floating around in the, in the supermarket, the arena, because we know that the Casey supporters travel in force. Because you know, them say you're talking to uh, <laughs> Ray and uh, Keith on that award-winning uh, sports show on Tsurang FM. They'll probably go back and say, oh, yeah, those two wasters, they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Oh, I love it, bro. I love it. I love the attitude. No, <laughs> nothing down here at the moment, but um, yeah, I'm guessing they must be up and about in their motel. They normally get on down. The fields are pretty well open. Everything's set up. So they'll be down here getting used to it, have a bit of a warm-up first. They normally get there about 10-ish, I'm guessing, as yeah. most teams do here. And uh, might be a bit earlier, being the earlier game. But yeah, no, definitely the Sky Blues will be in town. Always are. And very excited. Look, they're the best crowd to watch, to come along and uh, entertain. Especially when they uh, had the after function match, you know, yes. you guys know all of that. Oh about yes, that. absolutely, absolutely. Oh, there's, there's no problems. I tell you what, if after match functions were, um, if they handed out medals for after match functions, I tell you what, East Coast, that 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 win gold every time, bro. Hey, hey, Ra. Oh, indeed, Casey, and, uh, you know, that, that's what you'd like to see in, in grassroots rugby, that enthusiasm, that at- atmosphere, as, as Reid uh, alluded to, you know, how it used to be back in the day when the sport was played for the love of it, and, uh, you know, there wasn't too much money about, and people just went out there and had a good time, and even more so at the after function. So, you're right, if uh, there were awards given out to, you know, the best fans as opposed to the results on the football ladder, then uh, the case would probably win it every year. Yeah, I guess so. It's going to be a tough ask for Poverty Bay, I think. Uh, of course, they've beaten um, South Canterbury in their first game, North Otago. Um, quite a close game. Also, they've beaten Wairarapa Bush. Um, mm. Could be on the cards for another win against Poverty Bay, especially considering that they um, um, that Poverty Bay got beaten by uh, South Canterbury uh, last weekend in quite a well, in quite an interesting game, forty to twenty nine. Um, quite a high-scoring game, but uh, it's going to be tough for the Poverty Bay boys, eh? Yeah, well, as I said, Casey, you know, they, they are one of the, uh, the the strong teams from down south there, and yeah. I think uh, they had a player, their captain, uh, he had a, quite a, a funny last name, Darling, I think, uh, Ralph Darling, I think his name is, a uh, bit of a darling on the football field, the way he played too, he inspired a, a team of, uh, you know, a lot of farmers and, and a lot of blue-collared uh, workers from down that way uh, to, to play good rugby, so no, I think uh, the Bay, the Bay, I hate to say, may have their work cut out for them. Now, we're talking about grassroots. There was a documentary. In fact, there's a, I think it's a six-part documentary that um, got started, I think, last weekend. And I, and I actually got to watch it. i tell you what, it was a really, really interesting take. And look, I suppose, at the history of uh, where rugby came from. In particular, um, you know, because it was, it was a class thing. Um, where rugby you know, pretty much started at the upper classes. So that's why it had this amateur status. And it also had a, um, well, what comes with an amateur status is pretty much if you've got no money, <laughs> but you don't need money, comes a kind of an attitude. It's, a, um, I don't know, an, a, a, a toffee-nose kind of attitude, I suppose you would you would say it. And that's where the game of rugby came from. And, and, and it was interesting about, you know, how um, the colonies... 
in particular New Zealand and South Africa. I mean, I'm not saying, and Wales as well, they also took up the game in a big way, Ireland. And um, you said that you saw some of the highlights, uh, I think, of um, one of those documentaries there, uh, yeah, and, and you're not wrong, Keithy. A lot of countries adapted to the the nature of rugby in, in different ways, you know, and a lot had to play, a lot, a lot had to do with uh, their cultures, you know, that sort of uh, seeped into how they adapted to this uh, toffee nose game of rugby. And, mm. uh, you know, we, we still get reminded by uh, our leggy man, JT, yep. who, uh, you know, is always sort of uh, not a big fan of, of the union or union, union as he calls it. Um, and it's because of those attitudes from back in the day. It was played by the, you know, the upper class, but uh, when they took it out to the other countries, well, the, the majority of people that lived in those countries were Didn't sort of the lower money. working class, yes. so, you know, they and they adapted and they pretty much took it over like, well, New Zealand. Um, but yeah, no, you're not wrong, it's a fantastic uh, doco, and I think it's uh, on again tonight, Keithy, you reckon? Yes, Saturday, I think 8.45 or something like that. Anyway, something like that. So it's a real interesting take, you know, because... Um, it just is, you kind of understand, well, at least I kind of get an understanding as to how it was perceived back in those days. Of course, the attitudes have attitudes have had to change. And, of course, with professionalism um, coming along with in the sport of rugby, it kind of reminds me that um, such games as golf, which was obviously is uh, born in Britain, um, that was kind of a upper-class sort of uh, game as well, um, wasn't it, uh, Ra? Yeah, well, that's, but that's what happens when you take it out to, you know, these elitist-type sports yeah. that are played by a few in, in the main countries. You take it out to the majority uh, of the other nations, which are, yeah, as I said, you know, working class, uh, that sort of bottom-level um, uh, stereotype group, and uh, they adapt to it and, and they play it a heck of a lot better than the, you know, the original uh, people who started it. So, uh, no, some interesting beginnings and, uh, you know, always a story to, to tell in rugby and, 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 uh, and the funny ones sometimes too. Some great stories. Stories, some absolutely great stories, especially how you know <clears throat> it got started here, taken up uh, by in particular Maori, you know, um, and, and, and Maori back in those days. In fact, Maori in most days didn't have any money, but uh, you know they really um, made a big deal of of the game, um, in particular here in this country, eh, Reno. Oh, massively, mate. Uh, kind of just kind of worked in with us, you know. Maori liked to run around. As we are familiar with the Māori rugby team of history and the flair and everything like it. And, mate, we're not shy of a bit of physicality and everything like that. And everyone knows, hey, Māori uh, can enjoy themselves definitely at the end of the game, maybe even sometimes before the game. <laughs> but uh, it's good. It's, it's good Good to have it. You know, Colin Meads alluded to that and some of the players. Uh, they always had a bit of a uh, in there before the game yep. and even after. So, uh, yeah, the history would show uh, Māori love the game of rugby, still strong with it today. and. Hey, it's just good to see uh, Māori playing rugby and or being out there and playing a lot of sports. Indeed. Now, what's going to be great, though, is, of course, because we're talking rugby and there's going to be a lot of rugby on today, kicking off at 12 o'clock, uh, the Legends game, eh, uh, Reno? Yeah, that's going to be massive. Look, it's going to be a huge crowd at FMG Stadium in Waikato. Uh, this game come together, of course, to support a great cause, uh, Māori Pacifica, we suffer with diabetes, and this is what the majority of this is make up of. Uh, the Pacifica team up against the Legions team. Look, for the first time, you'll have some leagueies. Uh, Monty beat them. Mm. Ruben Wiki, Wairangi Kopu. 
Uh, we'll be playing alongside some big names uh, when it comes to rugby of yesteryear gone by. Uh, yeah, it's a great occasion. I think there's going to be a lot of fun. We touched on this on the halftime show on Wednesday, and I'm excited for it and looking forward to it. What a way to start the uh, build-up to the uh, main game, which is the All Blacks and Tonga. But yes. yeah, no, I'm excited and great to see. Great to see these guys come out of retirement, get out there and do it for a, a cause that's bigger than the game. Indeed, Carlos Spencer, Troy Flavel. It'll be great seeing some of those. Uh, you know, Rico Gear. Be great seeing some of those players. Um, Chuck the boots back on and uh, see if they've still got some of their stuff. Hey, what do you reckon, Ralph? Oh, you're not wrong, Keithy. And, uh, you know, the general consensus I've been getting from a lot of people is they're more interested in that game than, than the Tonga and all that game because, you know, it's a known fact that we will probably be uh, too strong for, for Tonga. Um, even though you can imagine we were talking about the East Coast fans, the uh, Tongan fans, wow, that's going to be packed chocker block with red, red colours all over the place. I mean, we used to see how they, even in the middle of town here in Gizzi, eh, Keithy? And probably yeah. up Reno's the right way too. You know, a lot of the, the Tongan communities, they're out on their vehicles and flying their flags. So it's really cool to see that it's it's that passion of sport and uh, friendship and everything the game brings. But uh, no, I'm actually more interested in, in that, uh, that that game, that curtain raiser game, because as you said, there's a lot of famous uh, peeps from both codes involved, and uh, you know it'd be interesting to see if they've still got those silky skills. Kicking off at twelve o'clock, I think it is live on Prime. If I'm yeah, not. yeah. That's actually one of the best things about the Rugby Channel folding on Sky TV. Uh, the Prime is starting to show a lot more live games back on free to air TV now. So, uh, you know, the, 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 the viewers are the winners. Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose they are, to an extent. The Rugby World Cup is going to be the real test, though, eh, Reno? As to how things are going to work out um, there. What do you reckon, bro? Yeah, well, Rugby World Cup, look, it's only a couple of weeks away. Uh, it's two weeks away, under two weeks away to be exact, and mm. we build up for it. Let's hope the ABs get through this um, big game this afternoon, injury free, and we get to see how some of these players go. Well, look, Bodie's back in number ten. Ryan Crotty comes back. Uh, obviously, we're all aware of his concussion uh, background and everything like that. But also the opportunity for a couple of other players to get in there. Cody Taylor starts here too. Uh, this is the stepping stone. It'll be a physical game, I think. And we've spoken about this. Um, we're basically an 80-minute team. I'm not too sure whether the Tonga team will be 80 minutes. It just doesn't seem right. At least it doesn't to me that, um, you know, there's only one way to watch, you know, for New Zealand viewers, um, to watch it, and that's through the, the, the Spark app. And I know you're probably going to get that app there. Um, but uh, for a lot of uh, other, well, rugby fans out there, it, it might be a little bit unaffordable. What do you reckon, Reno? Mm-hmm. Oh, totally, totally. Um, yeah. At least to crazy. watch it live, eh? The, the, yeah, exactly. And we're a country that love to watch the game we love with passion live. We yes. want to see the result here and then. Uh, incorporating Spark into it, I know that's where it's heading to in the future. Everything's going to be operating via Ethernet and Internet and that whole World Wide Web where the uh, dish on the old houses won't be working anymore. It's all going to change. Technology is going to make that change. So it does look like they are going to implement this type of thing is the kickstone. I would not I would not have chosen this event to particularly do it. Yeah. That's just how I feel. Mm. Uh, when you take a look at the makeup of the country, it's just taken so long when Sky got incorporated to houses. And I know some of the whanau down on the East Coast who uh, want to view TV have to go to the extent of paying a monthly cost to have Sky. That's the only way they can receive a signal. Yeah. What is it like for the country for the majority who can't pick up broadband, let alone 
fiber optic broadband yeah. because you do not want to be sitting there in front of your TV, let alone have a TV that's going to have the capability to run internet, and you don't want to be sitting there watching the buff, mate. Yeah, and they so, might also... Yeah, so, so, so obviously, they've, they must have done the research. Look, it's a multi-million dollar company. Surely they've done the background uh, before even thinking about negotiating a deal. But, but it's what it is. Um, I'm not going to get it. I think it's a waste of time, waste of money. Okay. I do know there's a Sky Sports channel connected with Spark, and you can see it on your Sky Dakota now. If you have my Sky, it's channel 59. I would guess watch the space on that channel. Okay. What about you, Rao? What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, and no, I agree with Reen, and uh, along with many other Kiwis, we're in the same boat as well. Like, uh, you know, I've got Sky, so I'll probably check out that channel there. But, uh, you know, one of the reasons people get Sky is because we thought, you know, a lot of sports games well, would be covered, yes. and then they went uh, ahead and uh, negotiated this uh, this deal with Spark for, for money, obviously. And um, there's been a lot of issues and, and a lot of negative publicity mm. um, from viewers in regards to it. So, you know, again, uh, uh, not so good fear than the cap of the uh, Rugby union because sadly they put money before the fans and uh, yeah I think rugby again will, will suffer in the long run. I'm definitely not going to get it if I watch it on on TV one um, or by some other means I will. But uh, no, nah, it's, it's a ripple, Keithy. I was certainly contemplating. I was certainly contemplating getting them, at least getting them live. But you know I'm pretty much in your guys' boat. I can certainly wait for the if if I have to. I don't want to though. But if I have to. I'll wait for the delayed coverage, but I don't mm. want to. Um, and, and I think that that goes the same with a lot of the other rugby fans, the viewing rugby fans out there, eh, Reno? Oh, totally, totally. I don't think they've done the marketing value no. on this in the correct way as well no. because... Um, it's been terrible. When you take a look at the makeup, Yeah, exactly. And how many of the folk um, are going to internet, yep. know what it's all about? Exactly. Everything like that. You know, some of these people these days are passionate rugby fans. That's not their technology world. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, for the young young savvy people who have it and work in that area, and you would guess the majority of the people who made the decisions around the spark table to negotiate the deal, of course they would know about it. They work with it. They live with it. It's their bread and butter. Yeah. But take a look at the most common person that lives in the most rural rugby area. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, they wouldn't really have a clue how to justify, let alone get another component of technology into their house. It's hard enough having them having Sky yep. and dealing with the uh, livelihood of um, paying a monthly cost for that. So I don't know. I don't know. I think, that, to me personally, like I said, I think they picked the wrong event, especially with an event that has so much passion and pride. For, for our country, like yes. Here in Aotearoa. Yep. Yeah, for our country. Exactly. I would have gone somewhere else. You could have gone, dare I say, maybe the FIFA World Cup yep. or the America's Cup. America's Cup's got its own audience. Yes. Why not go gone and play with a billion-dollar sport thing like that? Yep, yep, where there are so you many know, fans. It's here, in our, it's here in our country. Yes, when there you are so worry, many have fans. don't worry about the internet coverage getting back to our country. Yep. It's right here on our back doorstep. So why didn't they negotiate and do something like the hosting of the America's Cup, which is right here? Yeah, and see how they're planned out. That's what I would have done. Just, not, a, not in a event that means so much to people like us three and others who love rugby. Absolutely. That's Reno Wilkinson's put the boot in. <clears throat> but, you know, it, 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 <laughs> it just is, I don't know if it was, it just wasn't well thought out, wasn't planned out well, and it's getting communicated to the public in a terrible way where most people don't even understand what the hell is going on. 
that's how I see things anyway, Rena. What do you reckon, bro? Oh, oh, I totally, totally agree with you, you know, so yeah, I don't know, it'd be interesting to see how it goes. I'm exactly like you, like most of the pundits. I don't want to see a delay thing. I don't want to see the result because most of us live in the world of social media these days and someone's going to pop up the result. You'll see it before you even get to watch the game, unless you stay away from any social media platform, but it's hard to do. Yeah, I, I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. And it is... I know, I know Ra will put the result up. He's one of those followers if he knows it before. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Be. Well, uh, well because, I, because I feel for the for the fans out there who, who will miss out, as I say, you know, some of us have got Sky, some he's of us will be idiot enough to buy that subscription. I won't be. Um, but I reckon, again, the, the union, rugby union have forgotten who the main audience is, yes. and it's the fans. They could have uh, they could have done a deal with uh, the sponsors and the big companies to, to charge, you know, exorbitant things to advertise during those spots and still provide the coverage, you know, free to ear, especially the the, the all games for the for the viewers. But exactly. uh, no, so again they've gone and alienated will will be alienating a huge part of the, I agree. the audience. So, you know, you know, it's a bad move. I I, I agree. Yeah. I mean the thing is and and you know, Spark said that they will put some games, there's I think four um games on free to ear. However, they're full rubbish games that nobody's going to watch anyway. Mm. I mean, they're not the all-black games that are from, from the group stage. They're just oh, random whoever the heck it is. I, you know, not even one of the bigger... Some of the bigger teams are going to be part of that. Um, just thank goodness that they're going to show the finals, but only the finals. Hey, is it the finals and the semi-finals? Um, I'm not, uh, uh, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what the hell is going on, eh, Reno? No, it is. It is annoying. Look, and uh, look, we we love the game, and we want to watch it, like I've said. And just to give us what we want to watch, uh, the semi-finals, finals, we want to watch most of the games, especially the All Black games. We want to watch it there and now and live, not find out later. So we have to see what Sparks going to deliver, and in a in a technology world where they're pretty fully aware of, uh, and the backlash on this when it comes to social media, I hope they're ready for that. Well, <laughs> and and this is going to, well, no, we'll talk about it a little bit later. In fact, we, we'll, especially, we'll, especially when it's going into election year next year, mate. Ex- yes, very true, very true. Um, let's, real quick, what do you reckon about the Tonga game? Tonga game and the All Blacks today? Uh, All Blacks will be too strong, uh, I guess. Okay. I, I think it's going to, I think... The, that Tonga are going to smash some of those little blacks and we might have to get some replacements in. Uh, what do you reckon about the game today, um, the All Blacks Tonga, Ra? Yeah, I'm, I'm of the same opinion too, Casey. I think it's going to be a blowout score. It's going to be a big score, but I think the particular focus and emphasis for us as fans and even the coaching as a staff will be um, how many players get injured. And, and uh, yes. you know, that's going to be the main concern because uh, those Tongans, they've got nothing to lose. They're going to throw caution to the wind and they're going to try and damage or soften up as much of our, our men in black as they can. So uh, it'll be a what's the space. We'll be back with more full time right after this. On behalf of the full-timers, I would just like to say big thanks to Joachim Currid, who brings us our music intro. Check him out on joachimcurrid.com. He's also on YouTube, Twitter, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Spotify, Instagram, and follow him on Facebook. Another big thanks goes out to Silent Partner, who brings us our outro. 
check out their music on YouTube. And also thanks must go to the Polish Ambassador for the backing music for this promo. Check out the Polish Ambassador on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Beatport, Instagram, Twitter, and on his website, thepolishambassador.com. You're listening to a podcast produced by Turangi FM, number one iwi radio station in Aotearoa. We play each full-time session on Turangi FM Saturday mornings at 10am. You can listen in live on our Turangi FM media page. Just click the main Turangi FM logo to tune in online. Or if you're in the Gisborne area, we're on the radio frequencies 91.7, 95.7 and 98.1. Also check out the full-time Facebook page where you can listen to the podcast again. Make comments and click links that will lead you to other ways to listen to the podcast, such as Spreaker, iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, Podchaser and Tumblr. Right, let's get back to the fools on full time. Welcome along to our second session here on Full Time. Want to send another shout out, of course, going out to our sponsors, Race Greg Motors. We're down there on Gray Street. Let's talk a bit of rugby league. Um, a couple of, well, there have been a few uh, good games uh, so far um, with the Rabbitohs and the and the Roosters. They eh, um, on Thursday night, uh, Reno. Yeah, and I see the uh, Rabbitohs um, upset the Roosters towards the end of the game there as well. So uh, Wayne Bennett getting a uh, win, getting the points over the uh, much-favoured uh, Roosters going into this game. And I see Manly got uh, carved up as well by uh, the Eels yes. uh, in the game as well. So uh, a couple of turnaround results. Is this the weekend where we see those turnaround mm. results and think the Warriors might beat the Raiders? <laughs> <laughs> you laugh. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Well, um, the Storm, yeah, a good game by the Cowboys, though, but uh, the Storm were still able to beat the, the Cowboys in the end last night, eh? Yeah, yeah, we are. And, uh, hey, look, they're the team, they're the premier team. They've won the minor premiership. This is the last round for some of the teams uh, as it gets into the business round and the launch next week of the uh, girls' competition at the same time. Yes. So. Yeah, it's a big week coming up uh, with the leaguey fans out there. There will be teams that will be saying, well, that's the season done and dusted. Where the hell did we go wrong? How we can we build up for 2020? What do we need to put in place to make a better year than we were ending this year? So uh, that's what's going to happen. We'll have eight teams left in the comp. And like I say, the Storm will be there. I would guess the uh, Roosters, uh, the Interest. So we'll be seeing how Manly gets on now to make their top eight. Yeah, indeed. Well, you know, for us armchair um, uh, um, watchers, I suppose, what a what a day that we've got planned. First of all, twelve o'clock kickoff, um, the Barbarians game. Then, of course, there's Tonga versus the All Blacks, two thirty. Then, if you're still if you're still a Warriors fan, <laughs> if you're still a Warriors fan, you even get to see them on TV too. A uh, five o'clock kickoff. What do you reckon, Ra? 
Yeah, actually, I was obviously going to waste my time with the Warriors, <laughs> with the Warriors, but uh, what the last game, I believe. So, uh, yeah, hopefully they can maybe end off uh, the season. Uh, not another great season, but hopefully they can end off with a win. Uh, we'll have to, to wait and see, but uh, it'll be good. But uh, the, the other two games definitely uh, armchair sort of, uh, you know, Saturday, especially when the weather's like this, Kathy. Well. I think on Wednesday I said that I'm going to do a raw walker and support the Raiders, so that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Go the Raiders! And you'd be a wise man there. you learn learning from that raw walker joker. <laughs> How do you reckon the Warriors will go there, uh, Reno? Mate, I'd like to see them win, but I can't see it not over there against the uh, pretty informed Raiders team. They've done pretty good over the last few weeks, and it looks like they're going to be top eight material for Ricky Stewart and the boys. They deserve it, and look at the former Warrior Nickel Clockstead at the back there, yeah. maybe getting the uh, number one jersey player of the year when they have the awards coming up soon. So they've had an outstanding year. Just another Warrior will let go, and he's played well. Look, he wasn't going to stay at the Warriors with RTS being signed up. Rogers played extremely well all season. In guarantee, he'll be player of the year and everything like that. He deserves it. We just need the other guys around and the pickup. But hey, it's going to come to the end this afternoon. Will I watch it? Um, oh. I'm not going to race to the TV to watch it. <laughs> I'll watch the other two games. Yeah. I'll be watching the other two, definitely. Oh, when I get home, I'll, I'll mostly catch a tailing because I'm down at the East Coast game all day today. Yeah. Uh, I'll be down there soon at 10 o'clock, and then I'll, I'll miss that Legends game, so I'll get to watch the replay because I know we've got to do our rugby podcast tomorrow. But uh, I'll catch up with the AB game, and, yeah, I'll drown my sorrows and watch the Warriors. Warriors hearty all the way, keeping the faith. <laughs> Will the Bulldogs be able to upset the Broncos? What do you reckon there, Reno? I mean, obviously the Broncos, they need a win. They need this particular win in order to get into the, uh, or stay in the top eight. Um, Can the Bulldogs upset them, bro? Yeah, they can upset them. Bulldogs have done it over the previous weeks and upset some of the teams. Um, They've got nothing to lose. They know their season's over. And there's always going to be an upset for a team to make the top eight. And this could be their crucial game, so... Don't be surprised if the Bulldogs pull one out of the bag. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Is this a nothing game? Titans, Dragons, bro? Yeah, nothing game, mate. Uh, Titans have had a worse year than the Warriors. Yeah. The Titans are in a massive um, hole. They can't dig themselves up. Look, there's a lot of pressure on the Titans. There are three teams. Uh, they are looking to cut. And it does sound like the... Okay. And Titans' name has come in there. All right, so uh, they're on a lot of pressure at the moment. Uh, there is going to be another new Queensland franchise team coming out of there. Okay. So I think it's Titans, and I think it's Manly. Would you believe Manly? And the other one is Cronulla. Mm. So out of those three teams, one is not going to be existing. And right. my money would be on the Titans. Right. Would be on the Titans. So. Yeah. I can't see them chopping Manly or Cronulla okay. uh, because they've got a lot of history, those yes. two clubs. But then again, yes. in saying that, they've done it to the Rabbitohs years yes. gone by. Exactly. So North. Uh, nothing would not surprise you, but the yeah, Titans, Titans, yes, the Titans, mate, no game, no game there, and they'll be worried about the future of the club. Mm. I bet you they are. No wonder there has been a huge rush of, I don't know, maybe the media or maybe people talking about the Warriors saying that maybe they should be cut. What do you reckon, bro? Totally, totally. And I was voicing this a couple of weeks back on the show. They don't pull their act together. After 25 years, look, they made the grand final twice and never come out with it. They've been a minor premier years gone by. They've had some outstanding buys over their 25-year history. 
and you take a look at the other teams that came into the same time as they did, mm. they've proven themselves. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, why not? If it's going to cost, cost uh, cut down the cost of the everything the NRL has to incur with the flying over here and that, it'll be a sad day for rugby league. But you can see why people are saying because the results aren't coming. You feel sorry for, dare I say it, the fans who kept the face yeah. since 95, some of them, a Raul Walker. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things. Two grand finals. But, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Two grand finals in 25 years just doesn't seem enough, does it, to, 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 to warrant the um, Warriors staying in the NRL competition, eh? No, it doesn't, doesn't. You know, look, I've been there for a long time, uh, since 95, and it will be sad to see if they decide to pull the pin on them, but I don't think so. It's going to be a hard thing to do, you know. It's, um, mate, <laughs> Sir Peter Leach will cause the biggest hikoi in the whole country you could ever have, just as big as the foreshore. He'll create it. Let's everyone march down to Parliament. Look, Jacinda was at the game, so there might be a kickstart to try and keep them there. Right, right. Oh, we'll see, we'll see, mate. We'll see, but they need the results. You guys know that and need to keep the fans happy, but they're not pulling it through. And when you've got corporate massive sponsors, Vodafone in particular, uh, they'll be asking the questions too because a lot of money sunk into the team. Yeah, indeed. Just dumb buys, bro. It's just stupid buys. Buys oh, has been terrible buys. We so, know, we know that. Yeah, it's been, it's a history thing. Rad Ra knows this too. It's it's always happening every bloody year. Yes, yes, I know, I know. The day Ra Walker starts praising and and is a happy chappy when it comes to the Warriors, you know that the world is good. You know that the boys are pulling their socks off. But look, I've got an easy solution. Some won't like it, and it'll probably never happen. But relocate the team, get them out of Auckland, move them down to Wellington. The Wellington Warriors has a better sound to it, and they can play in that, uh, that that cute little stadium uh, down there. But um, there's something about being located in Auckland. Look at the Blues; they are terrible. I think there's something in the water up there that's affecting their top sports teams. That they're they're not performing, haven't been performing, and probably won't for a while. So I don't know. A change of uh, a change of scenery might do them a world of good. Yeah, indeed. Uh, it probably could. Probably would. It's, you know, I think it's the whole Auckland thing, to be quite mm. honest. I think it's the whole Auckland thing. The Blues have been terrible for, for ages. I mean, maybe the Auckland side itself has, has done all right, but, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Um, one of the exciting games to be looking out for, though, has got to be the Sharks and the Tigers. That is a must-win for both teams there, a eh, Reno, that should be one heck of a game tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Yeah, it would be. Uh, you know, some big names we're going to say goodbye to at the end of their yep. game tomorrow afternoon. Paul Gallon is one of those. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, didn't have the win he wanted at his last home game on his home turf. Uh, Benji Marshall, Robbie Farrer, a couple of names there for the Tigers. So we will be saying goodbye uh, at the end of tomorrow to some legends of the game, and we'll see what happens. But like you say, both teams need that win, stay alive in the top eight. I'd go uh, with the Sharkies, mate. Ooh, the Sharkies, eh? Mm, okay. What about the Panthers and Knights? Now, I'm not sure if that's a must-win game for the Knights or, or whatever, but uh, what, what do you reckon of that game there, Reno? Yeah, Knights seem to have fallen apart. Unfortunately, they had a good mid-season as well, and mm. both teams are kind of fighting who's going to be above the other on top of the table at the moment. Uh, which is unfortunate. The Panthers had a hell of a season, ups and downs, coach dramas, players dramas, so much going on in the franchise, even off the field as well. Um, so, yeah, the Knights, a lot of money invested, a lot of big buys, and unfortunately, again, just like the Warriors have unfortunately 
delivered in some sense. So it doesn't really matter in any sense. Uh, both teams will be seeing the end of the season. Yeah, I suppose so. Well, uh, that's going to be pretty much, but it's still exciting stuff, especially for NRL fans, um, uh, because, of course, we've got the playoffs, and that's when things really get down to um, the nitty-gritty things. And that's when, of course, the big, big games and the big players start coming out. And, and as exciting as the NRL has been throughout its regular season, this is what it all comes down to, eh, next weekend, bro? Yeah, it does. Yeah, this is it. it goes down the top eight. Everything's do or die. You kind of survive there as well um, to carry on through to the big grand final, which is uh, October the 5th uh, in Sydney. So that's where it all comes down to. Look, I'm also excited next week to see the girls' competition get underway. Mm, mm. I caught it with um, Georgie Hale, Georgia Hale, who is now the Warriors. Yes. Uh, captain for the Warriors women's team. Had a good chat with her. She's excited and uh, looking forward to the season. They've got a new sponsor on board, the Flight Centre. Uh, which is going to cover the costs. Uh, they're excited to host a home game for the first time in the second year of this competition. But also the young ones that have come on through through the league uh, league scheme here in Aotearoa. So uh, excited. And I see a few of the players have shipped around from uh, so many teams. But yeah, girls comp, can't wait, mate. The hits will be bigger than the men. Yes, I agree. Totally agree with you there. Right, now let's talk a bit of basketball because, of course, we've got the uh, World Championships happening over there in China. Um, New Zealand, uh, they, they boy, they had a close game, a, a real close game uh, against Brazil, who um, are the best in that uh, particular group. Um, then they beat, went on to beat uh, Montenegro in a really good game. It was, it was an, another really good game, uh, that one. New Zealand beat them by about 10 points. And then, of course, they were up against Greece in their last game. Uh, they had uh, Gaius Atatakumpo, who is the MVP, who you know who won MV, league MVP in the NBA. And they've got a number of other... His, they've got Atatakumpo's brother, Ioannis, uh, in that uh, particular team there too. Um, they did, well, they didn't win, but they did as good as um, what I think they could. And I think, um, you know, they've done our country proud. They'll be playing Japan tonight, um, I think, in what's called their uh, place, play scenes, I guess, just to try and figure out how they go in their play scenes. So uh, big, big ups going out to Corey Webster, who scored 31 points. Just He just went off in that um Final game, so uh, good stuff from um, the Tall Blacks there, Ara. Yeah, and uh, you're right about Corey. Uh, you know, he may even get a contract with uh, one of the top European clubs. I mean, he's playing good b-ball, and, and so are a couple of uh, the other young players. Uh, you know, in, in the Tall Black side, and you know, if nothing else we can take away from this World Championship is it's, it's good. It's a good breeding ground for them, and hopefully their, their careers will sort of blossom when they come home, either playing in Australia or even uh, you know, hopefully Tapswood, they may even get something over in the states there. But uh, no, there wasn't too much expectation for our for our Kiwi side going into the event and, uh, you know, at least uh, coming away with a win is better than uh, all losses, I suppose, but uh, no, good on them. Uh, a tough pool to compete in yes. and, uh, you know, they've still done a country proud. I think they certainly did do our country proud. Now, Ra, I heard, th- I heard that you're going to be supporting, um, is it the America's Cup New Zealand team now, bro? Sure. 
Oh, yeah, Keithy. You know, I uh, never thought I'd, I'd be sort of hearing that from my own lips, but, uh, you know, it's kind of bizarre because, you know, I've, I've grown up around the water surfing, kayaking, and, and being a boat owner, and I was never a big fan of, of uh, this rich elite sport that is yachting because, you know, not too many Kiwis own their own yachts, so I thought, what the heck, have, you know, uh, but the media kind of sold it, and then the country got on board, and before you knew it, you know, everybody was flying, flying the, the, the boat sort of praises, but look, uh, what I like about them now um, as they head into the next America's Cup Challenge is the fact they've gone from more of an indigenous sounding name to their waka uh, te ahi, I think it is uh, the dolphin so that's kind of uh, made me sort of uh, it's caught my attention and uh, I'm now behind uh, behind them just for that little small uh, kind of fact um, good to see that uh, you know they are kind of uh, they have a bit of a native sort of uh, 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 sound to, 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 to their to their boat and uh, let's hope it brings them good luck because they're going to need it. So that's all it takes, eh? A Māori name. <laughs> a Māori name and then there we go. You've got, you've got maybe, maybe support. Maybe words are a lot more powerful, you know. So, yeah, what's in a word? Um, a heck of a lot. Uh, and uh, I don't know. For, for me, uh, you know, I, I still have a few reservations about the sport. But, um, look, you know, that's something to, to like about them. So, look, I, I, it's not been unpatriotic. I hope they do well. Um, but uh, it'll be a watch the space because even the, the design of the boats are a little bit different now they've got more of a hydra, hydrofoil type construction, uh, real float above the water type uh, vessels. So, yeah, interesting. Oh, indeed. Indeed. Well, uh, well, I hope it works out for you supporting. To, what, what's their team called again? Team New Zealand? Uh, well, that's the name of, 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 the, of the boat, uh, the dolphin. So hopefully it performs like a dolphin and, and it uh, you know, acts quite sleek in, in, in the water there. So, uh, yeah, no, good luck to them. This is just, you know, a, a very surprising. At least it is for me, eh, Reno? This is, this is very surprising. This is coming from a guy who was just absolutely oh, against, absolutely against the, the, the yachting and the community, et cetera, et cetera. What, one hell of a turnaround. What do you reckon there, um, Reno? He's most probably talking to us with a pair of red socks on there this morning. <laughs> And singing that sailing away uh, song, whatever that theme song was. But uh, well, no, I mean, I, yeah, I've always been a supporter of any, any New Zealand sport, which is why I'm part of the, the show, I suppose. But it was just uh, the nature of it, you know, because it is, um, it's like supporting anything that's sort of a, a thing by the wealthy, you know, not too many Kiwis are wealthy. And so I was like out of touch sort of thing with uh, that, that type. But hey, no, good on them, as I say. Yeah, good on them indeed. Um, mate, mate, he'll be supporting the Black Cats before we know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a game I'll never support. Uh, Rean, I'll tell you, I just, yeah, I just, I just, no. Stop, stop all the is my sport. I mean, I'm just very, very surprised. What a complete, almost a complete turnaround. Oh, it is. But uh, look, hey, uh, you're keeping with the water theme, uh, the Olympics in uh, 2020 in, in uh, Japan and um, a lot of the local surfers now, they're sort of looking forward to, to making selection for that team uh, to compete. I think there was three or four sports that were past new sports, uh, one of them surfing um, and another one skateboard and there was another funny one they'd made it into but uh, no, our local surfers which Gisborne is renowned for um, this is our chance to shine and uh, you know, for cousins like uh, Ricardo Christie and them to sort of uh, you know, to really hit it out there in the water and, and do us proud mm. Yep, yeah, absolutely absolutely now I just want to um, 
uh, just, uh, I know we were talking about basketball before. Um, just want to send a big shout out going out to Gisborne um, Boys High School, who sent away a team to the uh, Nationals. They made the AA Premiership. So they're you one of the A's. top 10 teams in New Zealand. And um, today they're playing off for third and fourth. So they've, they've been really, you know, they've done really, really well, in my opinion, eh, um, Ra? Oh, yeah, they have, Keith. And, uh, you know, Passport is quite, quite strong amongst, amongst our young ones. I mean, yes. well, we, we both played it. Um, back where I'm from in, in Tolaga, that's huge over there, more so than rugby. So, you know, and there are a few talented, uh, you know, players around this area. So good to see them perform in, in that uh, He Got Game uh, event. And, uh, you know, once again, Gisborne Boys High School, eh? if it's not rugby, it's basketball and uh, everything else. Big kia ora going out to our mate, um, uh, Dwayne Tamati, of course, uh, Tama's um, coaching those boys, and obviously uh, a lot of experience uh, Tama has, and it's been rubbing off. And uh, yeah, got them all the way to play. Well, you know, they got to the is it the semi? Yeah, the semi final. So great stuff from um, from from the Broway. Yeah, and, and Tama, you know, he's, he's a good guy as well, but uh, he's, he's a great coach and, and he was an awesome player back in the day too, so uh, no doubt a, a great role model for those uh, youngsters and uh, I can't think of a, a better guy to, to coach the team and, uh, you know, hopefully the boys can uh, come away with uh, with another one. Now, uh, a name that you would know um, and, and know pretty well, I suppose, the array, um, Reno, would be uh, Chester Williams and it was just sad when I uh, learned just... Um, maybe an hour or two ago that he had passed away. Yeah, so young, mate. Great rugby player for the uh, South African nation, the Springboks, and uh, entertainer on the field as well. So young, only 49. Very young. But, uh, you know, we talk about players of that era. There was a great South African team back then as well. He was up there with the rest of the mate. He was only short in stature. Yeah. Yeah, but strong, powerful, and uh, surely could run, but very, very sad loss uh, for the rugby world and South Africa rugby as well. Well, he was pretty much the face of um, South Africa uh, in the 1995 uh, World Cup, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, you know. And you think of 95, mate, it doesn't get any bigger than that final. Yes. And I know you talk about it all the time and you got a lot of memories of it. And uh, look, there was also the time Nelson Mandela uh, was there as well. When you put those two together... The look similarity in some sense mm. uh, in stature as well, but uh, one was as powerful as he was as a politician and well known worldwide, uh, recognized, but also did his work on the uh, footy field and very, very sad loss. Yes, yes, and um, pretty much helped uh, the nation, I suppose, you know, because uh, as, as much as I hated seeing New Zealand um, lose. And I guess you're you're probably in a similar vein um, there, eh, As much as I hated New Zealand losing in that final against South Africa, it certainly did help the country of um, South Africa, I I think, gain a bit of uh, unity. What do you reckon, bro? Yeah, exactly, Keith, because, you know, the bigger picture was less about sport and more about the sad politics that were happening over there at the time and, and the people who were uh, affected by the, the apartheid regime, um, you know, left a bad legacy in, in the Republic. So to have uh, characters like Chester um, come out and, and play in, in what was predominantly uh, a game by 
for, for the white people over there. And uh, he played really well. And, uh, you know, all the, all the players loved him. He was like one of their brothers, definitely. And, and uh, we, we kind of disliked him because he was a good player, a gutsy little nuggety uh, winger. And, uh, no, he, he will be missed and, and a sad loss to rugby. So, uh, you know, the, uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to his family at this time. Indeed it does. Indeed it does. Real quick, uh, anything else happening out there, Reno? Yeah, yeah, bugger that, mate. I wanted to win that 95 final. Me too, me too. Same. We had the best team. We had a We did. Jonah Lomu. We played well. Oh. We should have kicked butt. Yes. But hey, it was, they, were, they were food poisoned. I'll leave it at that note. Um, <laughs> other, sports, other sports you talk about, uh, the basketball team from down your way, uh, that's been a massive week this week. It's been mm. secondary school sport tournament week right through. I know the basketball in Palmerston, they had the Eunice netball up in uh, North Shore as well. So it's been a huge week for these students. And when you think the Ames Games is another one yeah. where kids are involved with sports. So, uh, you know, sport is pretty healthy in uh, some age groups as such. Uh, you touched on Chester Williams, uh, the girls in the boat, uh, making history for New Zealand, the rowing eight, yes. uh, which was really well done for uh, Lisa Carrington and the rest of them. You see how I remember Lisa Carrington, eh? I know you do too, <laughs> Keithy. Um I think boxing, I think Joseph Parker's getting ready to jump back in the ring sometime soon. Okay. Uh, I think it's mostly October. I'm pretty sure he's got his next fight coming up. Right. Uh, that's about it. Oh, I can think of the top of my head. Um, yeah, that's pretty well it. Um, what's New Zealand still ranked number two or three in the world in rugby now? They might change after this weekend. Who knows? It's stupid rule. I know. I know. It's I don't dumb. know how they it's score dumb. it, but... Yeah, I know. It does seem seem wrong. Anyway, let's move on and out, I suppose. Before we do uh, leave, of course, there is a particular tradition, I guess, um, that is all part and parcel of the end of the show. It's a part of the uh, of the show that we like to call... Put the boot in! Now, my put the boot in is going out to um, these companies. I guess Spark is one of them. Maybe uh, Two Degrees. These... There's these um, cell phone towers that are starting to get erected. Now, I've got um, around around our town. One of them is right across my driveway, you know, right across the road from my driveway. You know, I get up, go, go to work, and I can see this big, huge tower as I walk out my driveway. And there we go. There's this cell phone tower. Now, at the time, I had no idea. I thought they were just trying to make an interesting light because there was a big, huge, I don't know, dome sort of thing. It wasn't really a dome, a cylinder sort of thing on this light. And I was thinking, hmm, that's an interesting light. Uh, I've now since discovered that it's a cell tower. And, uh, you know, what has been going on is um, we've, people have got to find out whether these particular cell towers are emitting enough radiation to be harmful, not just to um, to humans, but to the environment as well. And I've seen a number of things um, on uh, on online that uh, may suggest that these cell towers could indeed be extremely dangerous, and they need to be tested out properly to um, ensure that there is no danger at all to the general public, in fact, to anybody or to the environment itself. So, so to those people who are erecting those cell towers, my boot goes in to you. Put the boot in! 
Yeah, my boots came into the topic. We uh, sort of discussed a little bit on the show, and uh, it's uh, the powers that be that are kind of killing our game of rugby, and I'm talking about Spark and also the the rugby union, how they've sold the soul of our national game, and for their sake, they'd better get it right this time because the fans will not be happy if there's a lot of technical issues and viewers getting to watch the, the coverage, especially in the more remote country, rural areas of our country. So uh, it's a watch the space and, uh, you know, the best of luck to them. Hopefully things go well, but, uh, yeah, not too sure that's going to happen. That's my put the boot in. Put the boot in! Yeah, my put the boot in goes into Auckland and the dumb motorway and the whole traffic jam up there. Look, I was up there yesterday for the first time ever in my whole life of driving for 40, no, no, not quite 40, 34 years. Um, I've never taken like two to three hours getting home from Auckland to Pidal. That road's dumb. The road, the traffic, everything. Two lanes going into the centre of Tamaki from the other end. Mate, that's just crazy. On a big city that's got over a million people in there and you've got two lanes, sometimes down to one. Uh, uh, new voting goes that way for the regional council with outcome elections next month. So, uh, yeah, I'll put the boot into the Auckland motorway system. Put the boot in! That system is pathetic. I mean... It just isn't. I don't know uh, the 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 whole the where they've placed that city, you know, because there's so many. I don't know. It's not not very uh, planned out well. Well, I think they need to do something. I think they need to do something. Labour will just relocate the city. Look, well, it's too. Is coming, boys. Relax, because uh, flying vehicles are only another ten, fifteen years away. Yeah, so they reckon. Is that going to help? <laughs> is that going to help? Probably not, though. No, it'll cause the no, that'll be problems. About, that'll be nearly three million by then. Yeah. 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 So I don't think that's yeah. going to help, mate. Not much, anyway. <laughs> and it won't be tangata whenua either. No, that's right. Um, it's interesting, uh, you know, about what yeah. you'll put the boot in as uh, their uh, because I tell you what, you know, there are so you know the the fans, the rugby fans here are so adamant. You know, it's just, um, you know, so passionate as well, when it, especially when it comes to rugby. And, boy, they they had better get things right, eh, bro? They certainly better get these things right, especially if they've got these cell towers. Now, I know why they're putting these, these cell towers up, so that they can um, ensure that uh, the Rugby World Cup coverage uh, is well done. I also understand that down there in Havelock North, they tried to erect a cell tower down there, but it's a no-go. Um, you know, people, the the, the whole neighbourhood kind of um, stood up and said, no, you're not going to put that up there, bro. And, uh, well, Spark have had to um, enter into discussions and stuff like that. So things could be awry um, come the uh, first, uh, first game for um, the Rugby World Cup, eh, bro? Well, yeah, and, uh, you know, there's a few protests around here as well in terms of uh, that 5G network with all the, you know, pitfalls and, and the, the bad kind of uh, radiation and everything mm. that uh, comes with it. So it would definitely be a watch the space and uh, interesting to see what the developments are. But if it impacts on the game that we love, yeah, again, Absolutely. another not-so-good feather in the cap of the, the, the union who will sort of ultimately um, will fall upon, and maybe the government. Yes, and well, maybe indeed. Well, that pretty much ends us off here on Full Time. Thanks once again for joining us. Don't forget that we've got our um, special, our uh, rugby special coming up tomorrow.
10.15 it'll be broadcast on air. That is us here on Tūrangi FM. Want to say a big thanks going out to Rao Walker. Yeah, thanks, Kissy. Thanks, Reen and uh, Jay, who couldn't be with us uh, at this time. But no, from uh, Monday, it's countdown to the World Cup, Kissy, after this big AB game. And uh, we wish our boys the best and time to get into sort of uh, footy mode. Indeed, if we're not already. Thanks uh, also must go out to uh, Reno Wilkinson. I'm sure you can have a great week there, bro. Yeah, looking forward to May. Looking forward to today's game, uh, the yes. Valley and East Coast. Obviously, the uh, Legions game. Excited about that in the All Black game. And the Warriors. I might as well say the Warriors, mate. <laughs> and, uh, enjoy your weekend. Always good to catch up used to. And uh, be safe. We'll catch up tomorrow morning with the podcast. Tūrunga FM.